What's going on, wrestling fans? Welcome into another edition of Near Falls with D Hall. Welcome to Near Falls with D Hall. He's talking on bars and how they win it all. Yeah, it's Near Falls with D Hall. The final takedown, the glory or the fall. So loosen up. Step on in, wrestle with the need to win. Talking near falls with D Hall. Ready or not, he's here to brawl. What's going on, wrestling fans? Special edition of Near Falls with D Hall, episode 69. My main man, Mackenzie McGuire. How are you, sir? Great, Donnie. How are you? I'm doing real good. Super pumped up to have you here. Super pumped up to hang out with you and, uh, Talk about your story. Talk about your career a little bit. Um, but yeah, man, thanks for coming and hanging out. Thanks for having me. Thanks for feeding me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little steak. Yeah, yeah that's going to try to be my thing, man. I want people to, you know, feed them good, you know, come and hang out. But yeah, that that's good, man. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, Marky V, of course, came in clutch with the, uh, the good cuts. So that was a good start to the evening. Uh, you know, the girls up there drinking wine. So definitely, <laughs> definitely a good thing um but yeah man there's so much to dive into you know you're an upper st Clair boy obviously i've talked about it but about it a bunch my brother-in-law my family my in-laws they're from upper st Clair. we're going to talk about that that's going to be fun so <laughs> but let's just dive right into it uh where did you get your start in the sport of wrestling got it i remember starting when i was six years old my dad take me to practice and then the first tournament i ever wrestled in was the Bethel Park Open? When was that the odd age? Yeah, it was the odd age. And Dude, the, that was a big one back then. Yeah, I love that one. yeah, it was. It was like the end of the season, right before sections. I didn't yeah. wrestle in sections, but it was like a, a novice tournament, and mm-hmm. it was the choice of winning or losing. And I wanted the biggest trophy, so I just won all the matches. And I actually quit wrestling the next year. So was it six years old? Seven years old, didn't wrestle. Yeah, won all my matches, went undefeated, went out on top <laughs> at six years old. I was like, I'm done. Oh, no more. No more I'm anymore. Done, dude. <laughs> That's great. So then from seven to nine, I didn't wrestle. Gotcha. And then, or, yeah, I think seven or eight. And then my little brother started to wrestle. And then I thought, like, I can't have my little brother like, beat me. So then I got back into it. And then that next year, I wrestled and I remember taking, uh, fourth at regions okay and you need to take a uh, top three mm-hmm. and then then the next week when everyone was getting prepared for states my dad took me to quest and that's where i realized that i suck right. <laughs> and i got my butt wolf the whole year like demolished the whole year and then started to come back and uh ended up going from not making a states to taking second the next year so all right so you took second the next year that's a lot to unpack in there, you talked a little bit about Quest. We're going to table that because I know we're going to talk about Jim and Quest and everything a bunch. What years were that? Like, what year was that when you were uh, just introduced to Quest? I was nine years old. So, because like, like I'm, 07. Yeah, I was 07. It was definitely probably around there towards the end of I'm it. I'm trying to think when Marky, when we were over there and looking at his wall, like, who were some of the monsters? I mean, like, when we, when I told, when I figured out you were coming over this week, I talked to uh, Mason Beckman. Yeah. Thanks, like, Jimmy, obviously. So, you know, I'm excited to 
to just get into that like era of the quest like such an era yeah, <laughs> yeah like, such an era it's still an era but you know. so you went from like then wrestled to second place at the state tournament obviously yeah. quest had a big part of that what was that like it was uh yeah it was awesome to go in there and the guys i met when i was nine years old are still my best buds you know connor tram Kyle Bauer, Colt Shores, Anthony Zanetta, like all those guys. Just I remember being in there and just a great room that continuously was a great room. And yeah, I remember growing up and thinking, like, do I suck on bottom or was everyone really good on top? It was so confusing. Right. You know, so it was the first year I understood like the leap of a getting better or something. Right. And then after that, it was just trying to stay consistently good. So that was like the old school room where they had the dealership now. Yeah, right yeah. In Cannonsburg, right? Exactly. That was the home and uh, the smell of going in there. In there and yes, yeah. I, <laughs> I never was in that room. I, you know, I was, uh, I never got to that point. I was kind of a little softy when I was in high school. But like, I remember dropping my brother off and I remember just like Jim being like a nut with some <laughs> of those dudes. What was it like whenever he, you know, in the early days with Jim? Jim was tough, dude. He, uh, I guess the worst thing I could think of was we would do push-ups every practice. Okay. And it would go from like, he'd say we would do like 50, but we would go until somebody would cry. And every practice, kids would cry. It would be like, <laughs> like torture, almost mentally. It'd be like, everyone's doing so. Yeah, somebody broke. And then uh, Jim was just like a hard-nosed guy right. would beat the crap out of you and just kind of that old mentality of just get tougher and yeah. really just an influential guy in my life for sure. Love that. Love that. All right. So moving on, um, you know, you figured out, obviously, you're pretty phenomenal going out throughout your youth career. Second place right off the rip. Um, you know, I was talking to my brother-in-law a little bit about you never really eclipsed that 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 hurdle when you were a youth wrestler yeah what was that that like did that nag on you before you got into high school yeah i guess i never really thought i was good <laughs> it's kind of always like uh would go out there and the big uh wrestle the body not the name i actually didn't know anyone's name okay growing up i just just never really looked at the bracket didn't really wonder who was good i would have other kids tell me who was good like here and there right but other than that yeah i would just go out there and win and i remember uh i was in a freshman or sophomore in high school and i remember beating chance marsteller and they're like you just beat chance i'm like who <laughs> what do you use yeah. that yeah. where was that at like a uh it was like an aussie and he was like three years younger right 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 but, but uh still i mean it, it was just funny like uh just going through where if you don't know the name it kind of helps you and then in college i obviously knew the names more but just going through and just wrestling the body helped. Yeah. So talk about a little bit about that. What was it like growing up? And obviously we're the same age, but what was it like growing up in that area? Like all the, these kids, like, you know, they got flow, like mm -hmm. any kid they wrestle, they know every single match yeah. they've, you know, all the results, like mm -hmm. it was kind of fly by night when we were in high school and middle school. Right. Yeah. It was definitely not, there's no scouting reports <laughs> for sure. It was, it was better though. I yeah. think, I mean, as far as like wrestling your own match, if you go out there kind of worried about what he's going to do and kind of play off what his movement is. Then yeah. It's going to almost hurt you. But I, don't know, I thought that was always just a good mentality and not knowing the name. It kind of hurts me now thinking like, who is that person? And if people ask me, right. Like, like I looked at your list and I, I don't even remember the last kid I lost to until you sent me that. 
it was my last loss. Right. Like, oh, that's that guy's name. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, you know, it's just one of those things. You know, you not you don't really recognize it. Uh, so throughout your youth career and getting into your high school career, uh, going into like Upper St. Clair, you trained with you know some of those guys like my brother-in-law, uh, your your older brother, the Wilding brothers. Um, what like? I love like talking about little, uh, not even, I mean, Upper St. Clair is not a little school, right? But the wrestling program to me is kind of yeah. little. Then you guys don't really have a tradition. No. I talk about that often with, with my father-in-law. There's no tradition there. It's just kind of, you know, people move in and move out because of the school district. But what was it like being part of that little niche group when you guys were growing up? It was fun. It was, I almost feel like we just had dads that were really competitive and, yeah, wanted their kids to be good, right. so they put their kids in that situation. And I mean, looking at those guys now, like Austin's a Navy SEAL, John's crushing it, and whatever yeah. he's doing, like yeah. I was like, of course, <laughs> like of course these guys are going to be good, and um, of course we're going to have that time. And we had other guys in there that you know helped us and did well, but those two dudes were definitely holy smokes. They were such. I'll never forget Austin's famous line. He told me. Where I walked out to states my senior year. Yeah. Again, I never really thought I could like win much or do much. I was just kind of just like there and having fun and see what would happen. But right before I walked out, he said to me in the tunnel, he's like, "Yo, John and I talked, and we said you deserve this more than anybody else." Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like a cool, like, all right, that's man. so cool. Yeah. So I walked out there and I actually had the confidence, like, yeah, should I should be here? I should win this. I love that. Yeah. So John and Austin are that year that we went to states was so much fun that. It just made the whole experience outstanding. All right. I got to ask. I know my my father-in-law. Jim, I love you, brother. <laughs> I know you're a nut, though. Give me your best Jim K story. Oh, my gosh. Do I have a Jim K story? <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> I couldn't even drink. <laughs> so, I, love you. Uh, I love you, Dad. <laughs> So he would every match would crinkle up the program yes. and just through it just go anytime somebody was like in a pinning combination or anything you just hear squeeze he squeeze the <laughs> like the squeeze guy. I love it. Dude, he's so intense. that was always maybe he'd crank up so much it was like the most aerodynamic like i could see it and you know he's an engineer of course right it's like it's like if i get as tight as possible (laughs) (laughs) oh man i feel like he's like uh figured out the best way to work out for his body you know what i mean he's just so smart uh i've learned so much off of him he's he's the best oh man does he live in a different intensity level than the rest of us there's no doubt about it so we would do this fish fry for usc for our fundraiser right and it would be like a big thing everybody come over and John's dad would just go so hard. Mr. Cobbles would just make it like we would get so many French fries done. We made more <laughs> money than everybody else on Community Day. It was insane. Like we I, crushed. Oh, I, I could go on and on with Jim K stories. I mean, they have the biggest pumpkins, you know? <laughs> yes. Like, like NJ's had pictures in the pumpkins. Oh, we could definitely go on with Jim K stories. He needs his own like, episode <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I love it. Uh, He's, he's definitely one of a kind and so much fun to be around. He is. <laughs> um, so moving on, you get into high school, man. You're riding with your boys. You got the, you know, you got Austin, you got John, yourself. You guys are rolling through. You, you got your Quest boys, obviously. When, 
you see you when did you wrestle chance more so was that like a disney duels or it was a it was some eerie tournament okay i think uh well, that makes sense. Jim has a connection up there, right? Yeah, we'd always go to Erie right. uh, for a summer tournament and wrestling like a duel there, yep. no matter what. And yeah, I think it was like, I think I might have been a sophomore, junior. He mm -hmm. might have been eighth grade. That's so what it was. Up. Yeah. yeah, and it was like he was wrestling in a high school tournament type of thing. But So was that your like turning point where you're like, I, I might actually be pretty good? Um, I guess turning point, I don't know, because like my second year i took second i guess i was always thought i was decent yeah but it wasn't till probably my freshman year of college that i realized i was really good that long yeah bro you want a state title yeah but it's still like so much like in pennsylvania oh, it's almost like luck dude sometimes in my mind like the things no. that happen in tournaments really you think okay i did watch your semi-final match <laughs> <laughs> <Some luck> <laughs> I mean, nine seven. Um, let me pull it up as I, as we keep talking. But man, that was uh, that was madness. So, so talk about your high school career, um, Coach Amel. Coach Amel. What was, was it like being uh, under him? It was fun. It yeah. was uh, my first two years were good because I had my older brother there, who's really you know a great wrestler, mm -hmm. and he was able to be like my mentor and coach me through things. And when I didn't have a great relationship. I think I was just kind of like uh, probably just a stubborn like little brat as a kid and Emil probably wasn't having it. Um, and then as we kind of progressed with our relationship and towards the end, we are really good relationship. And even today, I saw him at Dapper Dan a couple weeks ago or a couple mm -hmm. weeks, months ago and uh, got to enjoy his presence and hang out with him. Very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah. Johnny told me a couple stories of him like like the most unassuming dude like mm -hmm. you wouldn't like growing up i always just thought he was that weird coach for upper st Clair, right you know like i've told this story before i used to call johnny john kripacropolis because i couldn't <laughs> say his last name yeah. you know no, and that's my wife right yeah. <laughs> but those upper st Clair, like i just he just seemed like an unassuming dude mm -hmm. but johnny said like he was an ncaa runner-up like yeah. power lifter world champ like all this crazy stuff surgeon, like surgeon doctor yeah. like craziness and he just volunteered his time he was not like he did it for the money mm -hmm. he just wanted to give back and yeah he was a beast he would let us at his house that had a wrestling room even i would go there with like cory wilding while i was in college okay to get a workout okay. in yeah yeah, yeah. it was like a better room and it was mm -hmm. yeah he was nice it was, he was yeah he's a man and was sure. a great guy all right buddy so i mean we touched on it a little bit I need to talk to you a little bit about like what was it like wrestling in the Whitfield, dude? Like I love, you know, you see, I got all this stuff hanging on the wall. Oh, I'm yeah. a big, I love, 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 love Whitfield wrestling. That's my shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm going through some of your Whitfield matches, dude. It's not, not good. It's not good. <laughs> I mean, you made more NCAA tournaments than state tournaments, my friend. I know. Well, I didn't. Yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you, Donnie. My freshman <laughs> year did not go my way. Right. I Whitfield tournament. Even Max, I just choke. I'm a choker a little bit sometimes. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, but uh, at Whippeal was my freshman year. It ended up being Paul Bwack. Yeah, it's Bwack, and the, but the top three at Whippeal took top three at states that year. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> that happens a lot. It yeah. seems like yeah. Yeah. So, but it was just uh, tight matches that you couldn't pull it out, and even my sophomore year states. Oh, and two. 
Yeah, I see that. You lost to Paul Paul Biwagachi again in the semifinals. Yeah. Tough opponent, a little hempfield boy there. Yeah, could never get him back. He had my number dialed. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> Saved his favorites. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right, so listen, this is the next thing I got to talk about with you. Junior year, the rivalry with Derek Nelson. Oh, yeah. Derek, I was really mad when I lost to him in the sections. Right. I didn't want to go to the podium type of thing. So I've never done that before, but I was like, to break down that like whole situation. So it was, uh, I saw sections. He, in my opinion, caught me with a pin. I wasn't too, too happy about it. And it just put me in a way worse position in the whip because the Mm. top part to me was a little easier. So I had to wrestle with, uh, uh, Marky, I'll look it up. Yeah. Ethan Kenny. Okay. Yep, he was yep. a ridiculous monster. Yeah. yeah. And he was one of the guys. And then even after the Nelson. My man. Yeah. Just had a little. Just to get to Derek Nelson. Yes. So I screwed myself. That just proves, <laughs> though, how wild the Whippeal tournament is. Yeah. Though. It was a. Yes. <laughs> was that. So that was. What were you wrestling there? 19. Mm-hmm. Damn, dude. So, and then from there, I don't think I don't think from Whippeal on did I even have like a not close match. Mm-hmm. Stades was every match was like one point. Right. And maybe my first match, I think I beat that kid pretty decent. But after that, it was like all last second day reversals or takedowns. So you go into you lose to Corey Keener in the finals. What was it like walking out there and not getting the job done? It was kind of like way, it felt way worse than I thought it was going to feel. Definitely like you're happy to be there and you're pumped because you've never been there before. But then after it's like, I don't know, it was worth, it hurts worse than actually being there. You know, it's that whole like you hate losing more than you like winning, that negative feeling. Was it like, like walking out there with the parade and like the show? Did that, I've, talk to people that like they're like that's a lot dude like in the giant center it's yeah it's definitely a lot and it was only one mat after that year they did three mats so i decided to lose on the one mat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah i just remember coming almost we game planned him right and he did a move that we didn't game plan and just from there i thought i was gonna get a last second takedown with the high crotch and didn't get it out right but uh Corey, Corey's a great kid actually he wrestled at central michigan and i yep. got to I almost wrestled him there as well, but the match before I tore my meniscus. Right, right, right. Concussion, all one move. Tough. <laughs> we'll get into it for sure. Uh, all right. So senior year, were you man on the mission? Man on a mission, like junior summer going into senior year. It was the opposite. I was on man Chilling. Like chill mode. <laughs> okay. I was playing basketball for practice. Really? Yeah, I would uh, go to Sonic instead of Quest. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's yeah, me. I was not doing any. I felt because I'd committed to Kent. Okay. And I kind of felt like oh, I did the work. I mean, so did you commit to Kent before your state run yeah, there? Yeah, of course. I felt like really relaxed. I actually didn't even cut weight my senior year. I okay. was weighing like 130, wrestling 134. Okay. I didn't really want to cut yeah, that's weight. That's not bad then. Yeah. So I was just having fun and enjoying it. So why Kent? uh Josh Moore for sure. Okay. He's the man. Yeah. He, I mean, there's a ton of reasons of like, Old teammates like Kyle Bauer, Nick Carr went there. Cole Baxter, I was familiar with. They had a crazy recruiting recruiting class before right. me. They had like sixteen guys, 
and they were just like hammers ian miller yes and i wanted to go for ian miller <laughs> yeah i agree <laughs> so it was just a fun time and it just felt right and i'll never yeah. forget jimmy actually told me when i was going to my visits i was asking like where i should go yada yada he said whenever you go on the visit you'll know and that was okay like, i went on other visits and when i got to Kent, i was like yeah this is it i'm gonna go i felt it okay yeah so like you want to did you like the area up there up uh, northern oh, ohio yeah yeah, yeah. It was it's kind of quiet up there right yeah kent's like a i liked it because it was just kent if not for kent then there would be no town mm -hmm. it was like most of the people around were college kids felt like secluded it was like a perfect fit for me cool cool all right so you committed you take second you're bumming it up in the summer yeah when did you figure it out like i gotta get my shit together i guess i kind of just like would practice all the time and would go hard but yeah. i had my whole senior year i didn't really think much of it i thought it was like whatever happens i already signed my papers yeah I, they financially already paid me kind of right know? right right yeah so i didn't I mean, think much of it and then just went through the tool tournament and yeah so that you, that let you wrestle kind of free then yeah exactly that was my best year for many reasons that semi-final match i'm still trying to find it but that match my friend <laughs> that was... back points reversals ended up being nine seven yeah just kind of letting it fly like was that your mentality when you wrestled just kind of just letting it go yeah definitely senior year was more just have fun and yeah. i didn't cut weight so i had so much endurance and i noticed that like when i would wrestle these bigger guys as long as i could just keep with them until like the end yeah when they started to break i just felt so good so you were trying to look for that like takedown or yeah just yeah. keep pushing the pace and keep wrestling through it and not really care much about what else is going on so what was it like when you won that state title though i mean you you, you took second your junior year you took second a bunch when you were in juniors i mean you finally get to the top it had to feel pretty good oh ridiculous yeah it's <laughs> i'm great, sure yeah it's a great feeling yeah um yeah i was i couldn't help but smile I know right. a lot of people stand on the podium like pissed off or like act like they're tough but i was cheesing right yeah yeah of course time. i mean it was uh break I, me down that finals match like was it like an out-of-body experience or like yeah it was towards the end it kind of just felt like i was gonna win i just right. felt the whole time i was in the zone everything was going my way and then the ref kind of wanted to get me with the double stall i don't know about that <laughs> tried, madness tried to get the match going but yeah the whole experience after was awesome then i got to wrestle on dapper dan always wanted to do that since i was a kid professional segue thank you my friend <laughs> thank you thank you of course, of course. so so what was that like i mean you wrestled it when it was awesome like back in the field house mm -hmm. you guys hung out at pit for the weekend and yeah. like it was a real deal thing what was that like I went I've been going to Dapper Dan since I think I was like 10 or 11 years old. And I remember always going and getting a bag full of like the free samples of like the protein bars right, or whatever right, else right. they had. So then I went there to actually wrestle and I'm was having fun, but I more so was like, yo, people are coming here to like see a match. They're trying to like I noticed that when I watched your match. Yeah, friend. I was like, I'm you trying. let it fly. Yeah, I had to. I was like, I'm not gonna just go out there and try to win. Like, I want to like give these people a show. I hated when I would go to Dapper Dan and these guys were all hyped up, and you go out there and they're like stagnant. Like, come on, yeah, let it fly. Man. And that's Dapper Dan has such fun matches. Yes, it's really like 
I'm, yeah, I mean, spectacle. it is. They, they do a great job with it. I do wish it was still at the field house. I understand why, yeah. where it's at now, which, I mean, in all honesty, it makes sense where it's at, but man, the pageantry and like everything of the field house was just, yeah, I was telling you about how excited it's like. It's cool because it's next to the meadows, right? But man, when you go there and you're like field house, next to the meadows, you yeah, that's right, my friend. I got you (laughs) for certain reasons. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my friend. So Kent State, you get up, you get up northern Ohio. Um, right off the bat, dude, you started to make some noise. Uh, was that the plan? Like when right when you got up there, you wanted to start and go right off the rip. Yeah, thought uh. I, so I had a teammate Kyle Bauer in front of me at 33. Okay. And my initial was like, I'm either gonna try to beat him in wrestle offs or redshirt. And he he beat me, hands down. Right. So I redshirted, and then he actually couldn't make 33 anymore. And I was having a pretty good freshman like open. I was beat my first match. I actually beat Austin Wilding's teammate who was like number 16 in the country from army. Okay. I went out and upset him like nice. seven, two or seven, four. Prince. Yeah. Yes. And, um, got you. Yeah. Austin afterward told the kid, he's like, Hey, actually that was my teammate. He's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and then I had a couple other D's. I almost speed Johnny to Julius. We'll probably talk about him, but yes, I let's talk him. about, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> another professional. <laughs> I watched the, uh, like three of your matches or two of your matches with him. Yeah, I think it was like- uh, one at Kent State in double overtime, which was a dog fight, and then another one, I think it was at some tournament, looked like Iron Man or it was at National Duels, probably. National like Duels sound sound right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I wrestled like five times. Five times, I only got through three. Five, yeah. That it was Johnny. He has my number for sure. He's, he's strong. His hands. He's a strong kid. It's it's so weird seeing him at. 133 pounds and little because now you like you know my brother grew up with like the logan paul era and like the you know vine and youtube and all that johnny julius is running around with logan paul and jake paul and doing all this crazy yeah. stuff with them he's jumping on airplanes <laughs> and you wrestled him five times that had uh, to have been kind of wild you know it was he's just definitely living a crazy life yes and he, he was uh dude, he was a hell of a wrestler I remember his junior year, he won Vegas, which is a really tough open. Yes. And he just, yeah, he. The CKLV. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a tough kid to wrestle, man. His style really was tough to, like, score a lot of points, kept it close. Yep. I just kind of get him. <laughs> so what was it What was it like wrestling with or wrestling under Coach Andressi? It was fun. He's a, he's a different type of cat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He um does things a little different. I mean, I didn't see eye to eye with a ton of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, honestly, I don't know how much I would recommend kids go there because of him. To be honest, Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's like super controversial, but we had a tough time dealing with each other. Yeah. So we he just didn't really. He said his my senior year he doesn't understand who I am. It's kind of weird to get from a coach. It's like been there for four years of your lives yeah you would think you would know each other yeah so it was a little weird but i mean he always had like pretty much good intentions for me yeah never screwed me over by any means never did me like wrong yeah we just uh yeah his communication towards me was different than mine towards him or got you how i prefer to have got it. you got yeah. you so 
I mean, you still did pretty well, man. You you go to four national tournaments. What was it like stepping on the big stage, Division One? It was it. It was like the best, right? You know, like like this is what you watched as a kid, watching NCAA as a kid. It was like holy smokes, and then you see them in these college singlets. That was what me was the coolest thing. Yeah, you, watch, you see college football. You see these like logos. Yes, and sir. All of a sudden, you're going out there, and these kids wear them. You're like, wow, this is like. Yeah, this is it. And I'll be honest with you, I love like Golden State singlets, like they're the Golden Flash singlets of Kent State. Like, yeah, they are. They're pretty legit. They, they got a nice a... colorway. Mm-hmm. Match them up with some good inflicts or some good Asics. <laughs> they do look pretty good. Yellow and blue is a good color. It is. <laughs> it is for sure. So uh, when you decided to wrap it up, you finish up your career. Um, but my man, you were 195, top 15 all time at Kent State. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> you had a hell of a career. Uh, four-time qualifier. Uh, you know, even when you're a senior, you're 26 and 7, you know, third at MA- MACs, you had an automatic bid. You won two and two in nationals. I mean, you had a hell of a career. Sum up, like, the rest of your time at, at Kent. I love Kent. Kent yeah. was such a good, like a great experience. The guys on the team just still really good friends today. Yeah, just genuinely good people, and yeah, we just trained together. We really did what we could. I mean, we finished, I think, fourteenth in the country as a team. So yeah, we really very good. Yeah, yeah. Would, I mean, when we went out there, it was, and even after like tournaments, we'd be playing heads up, playing games in the back of the bus, like just team camaraderie out the wazoo and kent was really good to learn experience for me too for good, sure. good away coaching staff uh josh moore unbelievable guy yeah um <laughs> matt hill great freaking guy yes talk to me about matt hill before we move on i got it i mean matt hill uh shout out freedom freedom boy uh yeah. matt hill what was it like being around him Hill is a workhorse. I'm not think, surprised. I don't think I've ever seen anybody out work Hill. I'm not surprised. Like he would just go like he, he made me realize like there is a difference from like lifting and like lifting and sweating. Because <laughs> you can lift and like go through a lift, but if you lift and you're sweating, like you went through a hard lift. Sounds like a freedom boy. That, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> and he would run a ton of our workouts. Yeah. And he would run camps. Like he him and Josh were a great dynamic duo. Yeah, I we even that. had uh, Musser, Clint Musser. He was a dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was. He was a great guy because he had such a wild past of like drinking and like DUIs or like nonsense that he could relate to you guys. Yeah, don't do that shit. Yeah, we'd well, be like, hey, I know you guys are gonna party. Give yourself a day, like right September fifteenth or this yeah. day that you commit to. After that, you're gonna go to the season and yep. I'll take it serious where other people like just don't do it at all like, like yeah like let's level here a yeah, little bit let's right be let's be like yeah i could appreciate that always yeah, for sure yeah, for sure um yeah man i i love that uh kent state different world up there that so did you that was the whole the mac the whole time you wrestled up there right yeah it is the mac they actually have like really nice training facility i don't like a million dollar facility yeah. and I think that Kent could be a crazy good school. Right now, it's kind of like it's just running amok. <laughs> they're not. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing. Honestly. Yeah, they're not doing well, I and mean, they have yeah. a ton of resources. They have endowment of like a ton of money, and 
it stinks to see it like be the way it is and see kids go there like uh not really enjoy their experience or come back to me like yo this is going on it's like dang dude, that stinks right and that's your alma mater and yeah yeah so it would change and i'm sure it would be better in the future so you move on after kent you take a couple coaching jobs what was that like stepping off the mat and like in the coach's corner it was uh it was like being a kid and trying to be an adult <laughs> that's how to describe it as a good i had a great uh coach cody walters he was the other assistant with me he wrestled at ou yep he was our big guy coach, and we had one heck of a year. I beat we beat Kent, and he beat OU. Okay, so it was cool to go back and yeah. do alma mater's like first year out there, and the coaching experience is um, there's just a ton up with it. It's a lot of coaching, but it also is really more so like when that door is closed and the kid comes in and says like, "Hey, I need to say something or I need to talk." And yeah, the mentality is a little psychological stuff. Yeah, and you don't realize how much these kids are going through. You think your teammates kind of tell you, but when you're a coach, these kids really are like, hey, this is because you don't yeah. open like that to some of your teammates or you don't really say that. But as a wrestler to a coach, I couldn't believe it. Different world. Yeah, it was cool. And to meet those kids and even still talk to those kids now and just I can tell they respect me and I can help appreciate that I was there for them. And coaching yeah. is an awesome, awesome pursuit. Love that. Love that. All right. So moving on, um, kind of back home now i see you got a quest shirt on you never you never stop repping the brand you're you're, you're rolling around over there at the yeah. <laughs> over there with jim um what's it like stepping back in like the new building like i love talking to mason beckman about this like you guys come home and it's like he's got this new facility it's all night you know neat and shiny mm -hmm. you know and he's kind of a different coach from what he was whenever you guys were back in the day yeah i mean i don't know if i want to say certain words about <laughs> let's just say he doesn't mf people as much as he used to a little bit more politically correct I will yes say. yes he may kind of has a softer side on it if i'm being honest he might he's not as he used to be really brutal yeah but now he as it should be like you can't be saying that different stuff. world I, different world he's adapted yeah he's has a heck of a room still it's like when we go in and you see all the hats lined up you're on there you know what i mean it's just like incredible the the list of people that that have wrestled and came through his doors um it's cool to see like uh i ran quest last night yeah it's cool to see a group of kids that you can show a move to go out there and you see like a couple things like hey you need it all right bring it in yep show this and yep. it's just like instantly they get it even like down to youth it's, it's such a rewarding experience yeah. and that has to be built with like you know the perfect foundation and go up from there and you know all that great stuff that jim definitely instills from the youth so do you go out do you do uh, any of those like va beach trips or any of that stuff our virginia beach trip is actually insane as a quest i hear good trip. things i hear like you guys have a good like it's a good trip we had an airbnb the jen eagerly yes uh, gets and she cooks for us like she's a great cook right she'll make we i think we had 12 quest alums so all in one house so you just like split up all the teams and just yeah. like and then the guys come back after coaching and we just have fun all night that's party. awesome <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 so yeah of course team, i mean that's what vabh is i mean uh, it's a all the coaches you know 
the newsflash for those out there, I mean, the coaches and like, you know, we like to have fun. Yeah, we like to, you know, we like to have a couple of. We go there coaches. for more than just the kids. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, I mean, but what was it like, like just being a part of like coming back? Like you said, Jim running the big house. I remember seeing a video. You guys are all around, and Jim's like telling stories like around a campfire type of stuff. Yeah, it's so much fun going back, and there's just so much uh, history between all of us and. Mm. The kids that are coaching now, I coached, you know, when they were in high school and now they're coming back and coaching again, just like a good revolving door of great kids that come in. Even uh, a coach with Connor Schramm and Cole Shorts. I've been wrestling those kids since I was nine years old. We went through the club. Yeah. We competed against each other. Right. And now we can like sit back and relax and joke around and coach. So that was probably the one of the greatest experiences this last time doing that. All right. So you see this new, you, your way of, obviously was something special yourself mason beckman connor Schramm, like all those guys great great group you know colton shorts this group that's through now is pretty nasty my I friend know. rune lawrence uh dylan evans Ty hangs out there a bunch maddox shaw yeah i mean monsters all over the place when you go in that room are you surprised no not <laughs> at all it is no. wild i uh i would come back intermittently and i would like wrestle with kids and now you seem like Gabe Willishell and yes. like these yeah. guys that were you know good in high school and had their success and now they're in college you're like holy smokes they're like real no good Peyton Hall like yes Peyton yeah like it yeah. almost like it's so funny to see these kids that like I was whooping their butt <laughs> but now they're like so good real deal good I mean Jim and it comes from like that youth program mm -hmm. getting good and just consistently driving those kids to be better and they're all friends that's the yeah. coolest thing you those kids come back for this virginia beast camp and or tournament and you can see it they're not like hey like it's good to see you they're like ah oh, like long lost buddies like i haven't seen you so long and that's the one of the coolest parts of quest it's a it's a real family i love sure. that mm -hmm. yeah man so before before we move on to like kind of the last part of the show the rapid fire question we were talking a little bit about like the 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 club scene and and what it's like i mean i've touched on it a few times on my show there's got to be just within the pittsburgh area i don't know 10 15 so clubs yeah minimum crazy. marky how many you think 10 15 yes a lot dude all over the place i mean quest has been there forever you know what what do you make of all this like I, I i i appreciate that that there are so many people that want to teach it but i also know who actually knows what's going on you yeah. know i just don't what's your take on all these clubs basically i would say like i think there's plenty of kids out there mm -hmm. that want to wrestle i i have a nephew he's six he is friends like you talk to these parents and they're like yeah i would love for my kid to wrestle or i would love it for my kid to just run around on a mad yeah so it's kind of one part of it is i think the more the better i guess the other part of it is they the teaching and the fundamentals and like that early success is what do you have start to have like a rating for clubs yeah they'd be like should you go to this one or that one that's true yeah so there's a couple of different sides. I'm just a more competitive. Let's just grow this freaking sport. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like let's get as big as we can through whatever means possible without destroying the actual art of the sport. 
And for those old heads, Jim, like, you gotta get Jim Newsflash. People go to other clubs. Yeah, like, it happens. I would Mark Angle train me a ton. He would in between like him and Tyler Mannion, we would just could get trained by him all the time. And then he started his own Tyler Mannion. Yeah, that's name. I know. Like, oh we, man. And Sonny Abed. Yeah, like, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, like, you got to get a little bit of everything, and it's good to have like a foundational club, but still should get her out yeah, yeah train with different guys so that's the next thing what women's wrestling like everything's taken off what do you think about that i like it yeah. i think uh you gotta we gotta use title nine in our favor yes you gotta have that grow and why not yeah you know like, as women, many eyeballs as possible right well and the fact of that's what made me almost realize more with coaching is like girls are really, really good at wrestling and they listen better there. I would tell from you everything that, I've talked to, like they're super detailed. Yeah. And that you tell them something, they will go and do it right away. And you tell these boys, they're like, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> it's little crazy. assholes. Yeah. It's wild. So I think it, they should. I mean, I don't, I guess I don't see the negative of it. I got you. you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Our last couple of questions, a little bit more current events. What are your thoughts? I mean, you wrestled on the air. Like, I was watching down your matches. Like, you stand up, dudes are dropping down to the single and yeah. riding down the single leg before it was the five count for stalling. Yeah. Now it's like three points per takedown. Like, what, what, what do you make of all the rule changes? I guess we're trying to make it more offense. I don't have a fine, like, we should do it this way or that way. I mean, freestyle they change rules all the time yeah so if they want to try to do what freestyle does and change it up i mean in my opinion the better wrestler is going to win no matter what the rule is if you're the better wrestler like the rules shouldn't really play in your favor too much i mean i definitely have lost because of certain rules but right yeah it's uh, yeah we'll just have to see how the season goes what are your thoughts donnie i agree i mean it all depends i think I love the fact that you can look at a match and someone's down by five and they're only two takedowns away from tying the match. Yeah. So that's that's cool in my mind. Um, but you need to go and get the takedown and then get back points to try to get to try to get the riding time points. So it's definitely a different era. Um, I think that it's going to promote promote more on your feet wrestling, which in turn will help us a trickle up effect for the Olympics because we don't wrestle folks that would wrestle freestyle. We talked about that at dinner, Um, which is definitely, you know, another interesting topic. There's so many different ways, you know, you can go about it. I, I love, I'm a folks style purist. I love folks style wrestling. I love the team aspect. I love duels. I love folks style wrestling, Mm -hmm. but even I admit like it would be better for America. It would be better for the USA for us to just wrestle freestyle. Like if our kids are wrestling freestyle from like, think about like, like something like Maddox Shaw wrestling freestyle from like he was like eight years old or six years old. He yeah. would be launching dudes. So yeah, he's so good. <laughs> he's, he is a, he's an angel. natural, yeah, just he, nasty. Yeah, like he's so freaking strong. I just wrestled him yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. He is I watched him at Powerade last year when he was a freshman two years ago, whenever that was. Mm-hmm. And he beat I think it was that Robinson kid, one of the best kids in the country. Does that sound right, Marky? Semifinals or quarters, something nasty. 126. That's my knowledge. 
but i mean think about like those dudes wrestling freestyle from the get it would help i guess kind of another part i think of is jujitsu and topper similar and i noticed that kids that are good at jujitsu are really good at top in wrestling folk style so you could play it to that and i'm a same thing Donnie. i love folk style yeah you know that top bottom love the top and bottom yeah pennsylvania guys right yeah and it's such a cool dynamic to break that down even more yep yes figure that out all right last couple questions i knew it heck yeah (laughs) good sometimes bad other times my brain's like a weird venus flytrap it catches something all right last couple questions last question i ask everyone this so don't feel like i'm picking on you favorite near forward pin you ever been a part of like when i got pinned no (laughs) (laughs) whatever is i mean whatever you've ever been a part of Uh, right so we're talking like either got pinned you pinned someone you were an adult and your boy pinned someone okay someone who you guys least expected to pin someone to win a match yeah I've seen it like literally going so many different directions. Yeah. Like okay. Ty McGeary picked like Vincenzo Penn and Imar. Dang, I didn't even think about someone else. I was thinking like my no, you can first. Yeah, whatever you so want. So I got I'll go both. My yeah, uh the one that I got pinned on. No, actually the one I'll go near fall. I got tech followed by uh forget his name, Northern Iowa dude. He was like Number two, Joe Cologne. Yeah, Joe Cologne. I remember the duel. I took him down, rode him out the whole first period. I'm like, be the number one guy <laughs> in the country. I'm two nothing. Down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get tacked. <laughs> Get tacked that period. <laughs> what did he hit you with? Just he would. I would stand up, and his arms are so long. It's he was like strong too. He would just roll uh, your back. half tilt. Yeah, just kept doing it like three or four times, and uh. We ended up actually tying Northern Iowa, who's like number five in the country, and we lost because of criteria. Oh, because you took down. Because I got tech. <laughs> <laughs> I've never got tech in my life. That was the first time ever. And I was like, wow. Yeah. I lost a huge match for our team. Uh most memorable pin though is has to be my senior year. It was uh I got a concussion and tournament assist all in one move. Yeah. I didn't even talk about that. Yeah, against this Northern <laughs> Illinois kid. It was in third period, and I'm kind of uh, hazy with it because i was in cuss but i won the match i don't remember how i won exactly yeah and then uh for max i had like probably a month and a half off or two to get to max before yeah yeah and that was uh my first match was against and actually fun fact i've never won the first match at max ever i've uh, i've choked every year that's like kind of my thing but yeah i took the kid down i was ranked number one i was like i think i was like seventh or i think i was like eighth in the country like yeah good took it down i don't know if it was like anxiety or whatever hit me and then i got crushed by that kid yeah Lane short yeah this uh, kid from buffalo and i remember he uh after he beat me he said number one what a joke and like pushed me and i was like can't say anything and then i pinned everybody on my way back and i took third and he took fifth oh <laughs> yeah. so he didn't even make it no he didn't make it we actually took a. Oh, so that, you got like a wild card or something? No, Max that year, we had nine kids. Or no, we had 11, and we took like eight or nine bids that year. From yours? Crazy, yeah. That's we, odd for Max. Normally, yeah, you guys get, what, three or four? We had like an absurd amount of kids that were like ranked, and yeah. we just yeah, had a bunch of hammers. I love that. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, rapid fire question. Right off the bat, favorite. Oh no, no, no. We'll start here. Who was your toughest practice partner? Probably Connor Schramm. Yeah. yeah, I will secret. I we went to USC, but I'd practice at Canon Mac. Happens. Yeah, I would. I would probably like seventy Canon Mac, thirty USC, or sixty forty. <laughs> so it was more. Wherever so, you can get the best partners, right? Yeah. So my, since my sophomore year, Connor and I just drilled all the time, and Cold obviously was right, right, in that right. group. But him or Nate Skenesny. Nate Skenesny was my toughest college drill partner. He would just uh. fight you, like. Yeah, club you, where, punch you. Where was he from? No, no, Walsh Jesuit. Walsh, I was going to say, was like, like Ohio. Yeah, he went to, he was like a number one recruit out of high school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was my toughest college drill partner. He was, yeah, it was mean, mug. mean. Yeah, he went to Iowa and then he transferred to Kent. He was, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I, I remember that name because I, I was thinking of Josh Jebba from Council Rock South. That's who I was thinking of. That's where, that's how my brain works sometimes. <laughs> and that's a weird, like, how I pulled that out. But, yeah. all right, uh, toughest opponent on the mat. Toughest opponent on the mat. Let's see. Uh be somebody out there well you got like, smoked by what was who's the dude that tech you joke alone but he wasn't like the <laughs> toughest i'm thinking of somebody who was like really like hurt to wrestle i would say like maybe graph from wisconsin oh, tyler graph yeah he yeah. was just like like a brick yeah he was hurt yeah earl hall was good but again i think he was i don't know on top and bottom he stunk <laughs> all on his feet yeah on his feet so yep. graph was a real animal shazer Where's that? Eddie Brewer. Yeah. yeah. He was just so funky. Yeah. yeah. No, bring him up. <laughs> I want him. I want to hear him all for a fantasy. What's uh, his best win? Come on, Marky. I would say Mason. You beat Mason? No, Mason Beckman beat me. Yeah, um, Nationals, my uh, junior year. Oh, he beat you at Nationals. Yeah, yeah, he beat me. <laughs> oh yeah we're looking for the other way around there bud <laughs> yes no, keep the losses going i like it so our fantasy football uh we do with all the can hold on your fantasy football guy big fantasy oh so we have our buddy awesome. uh kyle bauer he works for barstool okay so he'll make like a fantasy draft line yes and last year he put a video of all of our losses and like made that the video of <laughs> Like introducing against you acquired just all of your losses. It'd be like, you know, like highlight would be your arms raised. It was everyone was just keep losing. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I, so that's where all the connection with Kyle Bauer is. Okay, now I figure it all out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So yeah. It's since um, I was a kid, man. That's incredible. He is a, a legend. I got a funny Kyle Bauer story. Hit me. So in college, I got like kids college, but in college we uh at Mac, there was like a loop behind the Mac Center where people would come from like the student center and you would go up like a governor's driveway and back down where people parked in yeah. the parking lot. And uh, at the bottom of the parking lot was the crosswalk where people went to the student center and Kyle was like going down the hill. I was in shotgun and he's parked his car and there's people walking to the student center to, for a tour. 
and all of a sudden Kyle doesn't say anything and he just lets his foot off the brake. Car starts drifting. He slams his head on the horn and the car horn is just going off as the car is drifting towards these people. <laughs> they stop walking and start looking and his head's down. So they're staring at me like just total impulse move. Like doesn't say like, hey, I'm going to do this. We're just driving. He goes, slams his head against the thing and just lets the car drift towards these people they like it's freak gonna out there it wasn't like we were probably like 20 yards away so it was so far but the car was drifting <laughs> like slowly while the horn just so that's his like sense of humor yeah Super, like random out of nowhere <laughs> I like love he that. would like ride bikes past girls and like fart on them like <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great if i ever tell kyle stuff like recently embarrassing things he'll tell him on his podcast so i have to watch out like what yeah, I yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just roast me really. well yeah i'm sure yeah, but i mean material. at least we'll we'll get some of that out there yeah, right. on him right uh, that's good <laughs> stuff yeah so i fantasy football is a it's the best thing ever dude. it's I love so it. much fun I uh, yeah i could go into stories we, we're, all right favorite meal favorite meal uh probably honestly like probably like general says chicken or some like asian cuisine and you have like a special like, spot in upper st Clair that you grew up on not really my mom we never went out to eat my mom's like the best cook ever. oh she's a cook yeah my sister too unbelievable meals what's your favorite thing your mom cooks mm, any kind of italian dish she's a uh, yeah she's an og italian girl okay yeah she cooks it all the best and my sister she she's a nutritionist so my sister would help me with like cutting weight and i was counting calories my freshman year of high school <laughs> i guess i didn't know calorie was right like 11 years old I was right like, <laughs> figured it out quick when you have a nutritionist on board yeah and mr kirikawas tells you not to eat french fries oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it's another weight class <laughs> Oh, uh, for sure. All right. You got a golf game? I do golf. I like golfing a lot. All right. I'm bogey golf, though. That's fine. I hear you're great, Donnie. I try. I hear that. You're amazing. I try. I, oh, I yeah. mean, I play. We'll have to play. Yeah, let's go. All right. I love to play. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, uh, so they did it. They didn't do it this year, but they did it last year, the Gavazzi uh, um, Golf Tournament. Oh, yeah, yeah. For Quest. We played in it last year. Oh, hell yeah. So, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, next year hopefully to do it again. We'll play mm-hmm. in it. What? Dude, put me on a team. Let's go, Donnie. I'm a I'm more better vibes than good golfer, but it's all I need. need. It's all I need. A little bit of vibes. Doesn't take much. Yeah, Marky plays with me. Doesn't oh, take much. Yeah. Those little vibes. Yeah. Marky's not too. terrible. Marky's a softball player. Sometimes. Heard you lost in softball though, Marky. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's still in it. Okay. He's still alive. Uh, I like to hear that. Good. Troy Regard's the pitcher. Really? Yes. Troy. Dude, he's good. I so bet. we went and watched, and he just kind of talks shit and pitches the whole time. It's <laughs> hilarious. It sounds like Troy's game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's great. Oh, damn. Why did they come to these games? Just you <laughs> will. <You're> the... <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> All right. Um, what do I have next on the list here? All right. Favorite sport that's not wrestling. Beach volleyball. Beach volleyball. It's the best. Spectator to play? Play. Doubles. Big fan. You like it? Yeah. And a watch, of course. More women's for some reason. I wonder why. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, 
that's a that's a grueling sport though i mean yeah it's just like i think time. it's like the i don't know yeah where the, the hell did you learn to play that you went to you went to college in ohio and you grew up in freaking western pennsylvania where'd you learn to play beach volleyball by? Uh, in the I, all my friends are volleyball players in high school so we okay. just played beach all the time and they taught me the fundamentals and then uh it's one of those sports where you don't have to be that big i right. stink at basketball right i know like that's not my game but beach volleyball you can uh make up for hustle and just uh, like, yeah, just be in the right place at the right time type of thing. Yeah, exactly. Got you. Got and it's you. just such a great workout. It's one of the best. Got you. Or snowboarding, actually. That's a sport. I would say that's number one. Snowboarding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm. I've never even like been down a mountain before. I'll probably kill myself if I try to do something like that, Mark. We've had conversations. I lived down in Colorado for two years. All right. So yeah, you're great. Yeah. I was... You go out there with. <laughs> Anthony, and all Anthony boys. is out there with me. Okay, that's yeah, how it is. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. And it's good, but definitely a little different of tears. Yeah, yeah. Like I'd go. You're better than Ant. Oh, I'd go. Oh, I like it. I'd wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had all three of them on. He was all modest because I had three of them on at the same time. I have an Ant just oh, by dude, himself. Oh, you guys gotta have Ant. He he's probably way better. Oh, I just have to have Ant by himself. Give me an Ant on here, dude. I I've thought about like. Once I get the putting green outside. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. dude you guys have to come it. on and bullshit. That would be sweet. Yeah. I'm near falls in the whip field, dude. You guys steak come on. and talk. Uh, yeah, that's that's it's hard <laughs> Easy. to tough sell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Do I do it again? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, but, 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 but I don't think I have anything else. Marky, anything else on your schedule, buddy? Oh, yeah, that is the last question um shout out quest shout out jim jen she's the mastermind behind quest mama Little, jen yeah, i hear good mama, things yeah, <laughs> mama jen. uh family can't get enough family yeah shout out to them and uh yeah shout out to wrestling community let's get this shit going yeah man you know, as much as possible yeah let's go i love that thanks for having me guys this is a lot of fun yeah thanks yeah. man you were a great guest and just kind of chopping it up i love the jim k stories i love the johnny k stories <laughs> i got some more for the next one <laughs> <laughs> this is good stuff man thank you so much for coming down and hanging out with us and you know seeing marky and i and uh you know alex was uh thrilled to have you yeah, over man, i've seen her so long that's awesome yeah man good stuff yeah all right appreciate you mac thank you for coming over and hanging out thanks Arne. thanks marky thank you guys for Hanging out and uh, checking out this episode of Near Falls with D. Hall.